Hey, and welcome back to the Simply Fitness Podcast. I'm John Stein. On this episode of the podcast, I got a chance to interview Pete Codaldo. We talk about a bunch of things in this podcast, but more specifically, we talk about fat loss foods, what you need to do nutrition-wise for fat loss, and how to find balance with your fitness goals and everyday life. Me and Pete had a great conversation, so enjoy. Man, it's going well. How you doing, man? I'm doing great. Doing great. Good day here, and uh, and everything like that. How how about you? I know you got yourself out of the city, and uh, yeah, yeah, I escaped. I made the escape. Uh, the uh, the zombie apocalypse was too much for us to bear, so we we called in the reinforcements with the in laws to take care of the interns, and uh, we are hunkered down now just outside of Philadelphia. <laughs> oh, nice, nice, yeah. nice. Oh, uh, that's a nice area. I know. Yeah lived there for a little bit so okay it's pretty good pretty good but uh you're enjoying a little bit more free time now to get to work and everything um i mean we just we're still getting settled so it's still kind of like the new normal for me so i haven't really quite uh had time to breathe just yet we're still kind of like trying to figure out the schedule and everything but uh um I mean, that's not fair. Yeah. I mean, there, there has been a little bit more time to breathe. Yeah. It's obviously, obviously with an extra hand or two, but, uh, it, I'm envisioning it's going to take a few more days to get there fully. Oh yeah. yeah. I, I can, I can only imagine the transition for the kids <laughs> and everything like that, especially with not being able to do everything we've been able, they're used to doing, you know, right, right. you know, so that's awesome. So glad to have you on today. I'm super excited to, you know, pick your brain a little bit and yeah, see what you course. get see what, see what you got to say and everything like that. So let's, uh, let's just dive right into it. You know, cool, man. Cool. So, um, I know from following you and, you know, for a while now, for over a year, I see a lot of your content and really fat loss focus. So I kind of want to pick your brain a little bit about just some of those topics that, you know, I've seen recently and you know, what, what I haven't talked about recently with some people and everything. So first thing is, um, I know you talk a lot about food and you, I just saw a big post from you. You're talking about fat loss foods. So what are some foods that people should be focusing on for fat loss? What are some go-to staples, you know, what that's within your diet or that you put within your client's diets that are like, you should probably add these in. They're good to have. Yeah, no, that's a great question. And, um, you know, I mean, let's, let's be truthful there, you know, the catchy headline fat loss foods, so you can yeah. see it, but I mean, as you know, there are no fat loss foods. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Quotes, so, yeah. Um, but there are foods that make it easier to, to lose for fat. Sure. Right. So, and you know, for, for me and for my clients, it's always about, and you probably are in the similar boat. It's all about hitting those protein goals first, because so many people that come to me, um, they don't realize, and they understand somewhat that protein's important. Oh, I should probably eat protein. You know, they see it on labeling all the time. Oh, protein yeah. packed, you know? Um, but they don't know, like they're not even close to where they should be. Oh, yeah, and sure. it's something that I've got to work with really, uh, you know, I mean a lot as far as just getting a client who's just come to me and they're eating, let's say maybe 30, 40 grams of protein per day yeah. when really they should be up more like towards a hundred, 110 grams of protein per day. So that's where I start with. Um, yeah. and, and for a lot of clients and, you know, um, I don't have like one specific set of foods that I tell them to eat. I don't have one oh, specific yeah, sure. way of which I tell them to kind of manage how much they eat. Uh, so, but a, well, a lot of clients, what I do is I'll, I'll start them off and just say, Hey, listen, 
next two weeks, all I want to focus on is just making sure you have some protein with every meal. Just start there. This is the bare minimum, just right there. Um, And even that can be a bit of a chore for someone who's never really thought of it or suckered into the marketing stuff because some, uh, some, basic candy it says bar. high in protein, high but it's protein. really like yes. four grams of protein. <laughs> exactly. 400 exactly. calories. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, that's, that's basically where that's, that's essentially where I start with the vast majority of my clients is just kind of trying to aim at some protein foods. And so with that said, a lot of it is like, you know, just trying to focus on the lean proteins, like the more, like, sure. like basically what we're hitting on here, the, the yeah. more protein per calorie ratio, you know, so that I they're think not that's really hard for it. people, you know, that lean protein, they get protein from sources that are filled with lots of fat, like, yeah, like bacon. butter, yeah, bacon, peanut Yum. butter. They, they think, they think that, Oh, I'm getting protein, but they're really getting like 10 grams of protein and 10 grams of fat at the same time, which, exactly. you know, as we know is that's a lot of calories, you know, that's, a lot of additional stuff that they don't really need to be getting when they could be getting, you know, six ounces of chicken. And there you go. That's 30, 40 grams. Like that's a lot of protein right there for most people. If you just put that little bit of extra, you know, in your diet, that's huge. Yeah. And the big thing is, is planning for it. Um, cause that's kind of like the next step is, um, when you're not hitting your protein goals, it's usually a matter of just not thinking ahead of it and kind of getting in what I call macro Tetris, where it's uh, five o'clock in the afternoon and you're plugging in uh, your (laughs) macros as you go throughout your day. And you're like, Oh, I still have 35 grams of protein left, zero carbs and 27 Mm -hmm. grams of fat. Like, what am I going to eat that meets all of this? Like, yeah. Instead, if you took a few minutes today to think about what you need yes. to do tomorrow, it'd be much easier to hit it. And like you said, you know, like, uh, don't, don't overthink it. Like mm-hmm. that's the next level. Um, if you think about it in three layers, right. Yeah. So like, let's aim for protein, let's plan for the protein right. and then like find some ways to add more protein. More protein. It's like, you know, instead of eating two ounces of chicken with your salad, yeah. eat three or four ounces of chicken with your there salad. Yeah. <laughs> you'd be so much more full. So you'd be less likely to get the, you know, maybe junk food or, you know, some of those trigger foods that you might have. But, but to touch on that point a little bit about the planning, I was, I was talking with, uh, Carrie on my last episode and something that she does, which I think a lot more people should do is, you know, plan out your protein, you know, like when you're going grocery shopping, you know, they, her and her partner, they, they plan for four proteins. They're like, okay, what four proteins are we going to get for dinner this week? You know. Um, and just that extra step of thinking ahead helps you actually get it in. You know, if you don't, if you don't, if you're just trying to go on the fly, you know, you're more likely to, you know, go for that box of pasta that's in there instead of, you know, defrosting chicken or whatever it may be, you know, it takes a little bit more thought process, you know, that not a lot. You know, no, and that's the thing. It's really just a simple mindset shift. I mean, simple, something as small as you, like you mentioned pasta and what do most people do? They're like, what's for dinner tonight? Oh, we'll have some pasta. And what I try to do is let's shift that a little bit. Mm-hmm. What's for dinner tonight? Chicken, but I'm going to have a little bit of pasta with it. Yeah. Just that simple shift will, will go a long way towards getting you towards that goal. And once you start hitting that, like a lot of people, like, if they just added more protein in their diet, they would actually start seeing some weight loss 
Yeah. <laughs> Simple yeah. as that. Um, obviously you gotta, you gotta corral the rest. There are a lot of people who know if they have more protein, it's, it's still a bad look and they, they need yeah. to corral the rest of the calories, but there are, you know, particularly, um, you know, a lot of women in the group that come to me, like you just simply add more protein in a day. Cause they're really kind of eating at lower levels. Oh, calorie calorie. Levels. Yeah. You know, um, adding that more protein into their diet, they'll start seeing the body composition results that they're, they're actually looking for. Yeah. Yeah. I come from a very Italian family. Same here. And so like, yeah. So like having pasta as the main dish is, is huge. And I, I've had to explain to people like, no, pasta is a side dish. It's not the main dish. You know, you have to have some type of protein incorporated in there, you know, have a little bit of chicken, you know, some ground beef meat sauce, you know, put some meat sauce or a meatball, you know, with it, there you go. You already have a little bit more protein. Absolutely. Instead of just that plain pasta, you know, you do get some protein with the cheese and, you know, the ricotta and everything like that, but it's not that much protein. You got to get something a little bit more sustainable in there. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's, uh, and, and it, it really does all come down to just kind of planning ahead. And one thing I do is, uh, you know, uh, you mentioned a few minutes ago about, you know, the four proteins for the week and it's similar to kind of what I do with my clients is I, I talk about, uh, my three by three methods. So, mm-hmm. uh, so many people like, do you make a meal plan? Can you make a meal plan for me? And I, I don't because I, yeah, same I here. equate it to, yeah, I equate it to like doing your kids homework. Um, yeah. they might get an A on it, but they didn't learn anything. It doesn't help anybody. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, I try to empower them and I, and you start small, like you got to build some staples in your body. Like my diet's boring. Like if people yeah. are like, what do you eat all that? Like, I've shown you, it's like Greek yogurt, strawberries, some big ass salad every day. Yeah. Uh, and then I'll kind of rotate a few dinners throughout the week. Like if you were yeah. to watch me, like show you what I eat every single day, like you can be like, again, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what I do is the, what I, what I coach is called a three by three method. And I encourage you to pick three, three proteins, three carb sources, three fat sources, work around those for a few weeks. Like, you know, you can make eggs 47,000 different ways, you know, yeah. so it doesn't have to be boring. Same with chicken, yeah. um, oh, you, know, 100%. you know, get really good at that. Um, you know, mix up the proteins a little bit or the, the, the carbs and the fat sources with it a little bit, and you've got a completely different meal. Um, and then when you get good at that, you know, you keep building the skill, you add another protein in there. Now you're at four and another carb source. And now you've got all these varieties of foods and you've slowly built your own meal plan is like, Oh, look at that. Now you've got, you've got this whole repertoire, this whole arsenal of food that you can do so that your, your Instagram account will look just as boring as mine with your rotation. (laughs) Exactly. That's a, that's a great way to think about it because then if you, you know, if you know your macros and you can automatically think, Oh, I need more protein for the day. You already have that list in your head of like, Oh, okay. Chicken, beef, you know, whatever the three you choose, or oh, I need more carbs today. Okay. Let me do this. Or if I need more, you know, fat, like where do I get that from? I think that's a lot of people that have to kind of learn like what foods have, what macronutrients in them. Like, what are they, what is the food made of? They're just used to just consuming the food, right. but they don't realize that the body breaks it down. Like there's different components of it. Like what is the food actually consist of? And you're just eating it to eat it, which is great. You know, and sometimes, you know, when you're just going to a family party or a restaurant, okay, just eat to enjoy it. But like every day it's like, okay, what am I eating? What are you putting in your body? And how is it, you know, what is it made of and how does it help me get to yeah, where I'm going to be? And I think a lot of that stems from just kind of 
haphazardly jumping into it without thinking about it and just consuming the food and just not thinking ahead about the food. Look, you don't run into, well, you shouldn't run into the gym without a plan. I mean, some people do, they shouldn't, Um, you know, you don't, you wouldn't go into a meeting with, with, uh, you know, a business meeting without some sort of agenda. Like you you shouldn't approach your eating that way either. Um, you know, and, uh, too, too often we've, we've put ourselves into that culture to where we don't think ahead about it. Um, and once you do start thinking ahead of it and once you do get comfortable with those, that rotation of foods, it's like second nature, Yeah. but you have to get there. You have to build yeah. a skill. It's just not going to come overnight. Yeah. Like we, we, we've been conditioned through this, uh, you know, this, this Western culture of dieting and eating, mm-hmm. like it's just, you know, it's thrown at us. It's in our face all the time. Um, we have to stop and actually think about it ourselves. And once you start to do that and you build that skill, it'd be so much, you know, so that you, it's, it's becomes a lifestyle becomes second nature to you. You don't even have mm-hmm. to think about it, but you do yeah. have to think about it at first. And that's, what yeah. people step up. Yeah, that's a, I think that's the first episode of my podcast that I did was all about nutrition and fitness as a skill. Like it's something you have to learn. You don't just pick up one day and you're, you know, you don't just start type putting down on the piano and you're, you know, Mozart the next day that does, that doesn't work. You know, right. like it doesn't work like that. It takes time and you have to give it time and patience to really become a master. You know, even though we're coaches, we're still working on it. You know, we're still yeah. learning fine tuning our nutrition and life changes all the time. You know, like, you know, you get married, you have kids, you have a new job, you know, you're right now at your in-laws house. I bet you your, your nutrition and fitness is going to change because of the new situation you're in. And we, you always have to be adapting, you know, 10 years from now, both of our nutritions and fitness is going to look completely different than what it looks like right now, just because of new science, like, new data, yeah, yeah, yeah. new situations, new experiences. Yeah, exactly. yeah. But, uh, the basics are still going to be the same. Like we're still going to be, you know, in a good place because we know, okay, we know about protein. We know about carbs. We know about fats. We know what meals include that, what foods include that, what workouts are going to help build muscle, which ones are going to help us, you know, you know, lose fat and everything like that. So learning that skill is so important that like foundational, like information. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, it's, it's like math. Like if we go back to the math analogy, like your kid, your kid needs to practice math consistently, consistently. When, once you stop, like all of a sudden, like, you know, you start to, you start to, you know, kind of fall back a little bit. So, and that's what this is. And like you said, even coaches do this too. So if we're doing this too, you definitely gotta, you you gotta think ahead about this stuff. You gotta learn it. You gotta practice it. Yeah. Always finding new methods there. Um, so to dive a little bit deeper, kind of like nutrition wise, I know we, we kind of already touched about this with like the fat loss foods, but other than protein, what do you think people should be focusing on nutrition wise? So we talked, we talked a lot about protein. Now, yeah. is there, is there something else or something that people should be kind of looking at if they want to lose fat nutrition wise? Yeah, I, I think, you know, get away from I think, uh, I think I picked this soundbite up from, uh, Craig Valentine, um, uh, one of the famous coaches from back in the day, but, uh, it was like, don't eat anything in a bag or a box. So I think we tend to get what, what we mean by that, um, is too many processed foods, not enough whole nutritious foods. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, 
you can call it eating clean, um, you know, whatever you yeah. want to call it. Um, but you know, too often, uh, people are skipping on vegetables. Um, they have a fear of fruit for sugar, whatever, uh, yeah. eating too many, you know, pastas, eat too many pre-made foods, settle, settling for too many protein bars and protein shakes. And they get into the habit of like, I can have a protein shake and a candy bar and that hits my protein and I still flexible dieting, bro. And it's like, no, like, yeah, you can technically, I mean, look at the Twinkie diet. Yes, you can technically eat crap and lose weight. Cool. You're not going to look great. You're not going to feel yeah, great. Really doing no. like, oh, you're not going to perform sure. well at all. Um, so one of the things that I like after protein, the next level is so many people are, are skipping on the vegetables. And I mean, this is like, I, I, I try to cover my bases. I try to have a big, huge salad every single day. And I put several handfuls of leafy vegetables into it. And I encourage everybody to aim for at least three to four really big handfuls of vegetables. You should probably get more. Um, but, and you should probably have it with each meal. Um, and people are like shocked, like what? Like (laughs) that's a lot of vegetables. I'm like, yeah, (laughs) you need them. (laughs) Um, so I would say that's nice because I mean, if you see some of the serving sizes and portion sizes of vegetables, it is, we we got our priorities all kinds of mixed up. Like, Oh yeah. um, Yeah. Back to the pasta analogy, like huge plate of pasta, small little dose of protein and like extremely small, like barely visible portion of vegetables. Oh, I got some vegetables. No, you didn't. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Yeah, You need, you need those, uh, those lack of protein, that lack of processed foods. You know, I think that is a great way. You know, I, I, I like to teach that, you know, when you're in the grocery store, think of it like a racetrack, you know, you want to stay on the outside. That's where all the fresh stuff is the inside. That's where all the processed foods are, you know, your pastas, your cookies, your, you know, cakes, everything, everything like that. You probably should limit, you know, that's like 20% of your food should come from in those, you know, outside, like, you know, the necessities like hot sauce and coffee, you know, that are in the middle, but you know, you can't live without those stuff. Right. For sure. <laughs> right. yeah. yeah. Coffee. Yeah. We need the coffee. Uh, <laughs> no, but, but, but I mean, you're right. Like you, you shop around the perimeter, prioritize those nutrient dense foods. Um, and you know, even from you know, when we're talking about carbs and fats, like, you know, your carb sources, like instead of, you know, pasta is fun. It's fantastic. Yeah. I'm half Italian. Yes. Yeah. But you know, you will feel better if you were aiming for more things like potatoes. Yes. Potatoes, even the white yeah. potatoes, it's okay. You can have white oh, potatoes. Yeah. I promise. <laughs> um, yeah. So, you know, things like things like potatoes or, you know, uh, if you're aiming for a pasta, you know, maybe even try some things like chickpea pastas are fantastic. It's a little more of a complex carb. It's going to fill you up a little bit more. It's going to give you at least a little bit more nutrients um, and get creative with it. You know, so when you're making a pasta with a meat sauce, toss some, toss some spinach into the sauce. It will wilt down. You won't even really taste it. Um, do the same with, you know, I am famous for throwing a couple of handfuls of spinach in my smoothies when I make them, Mm -hmm. I don't don't make a bunch of those anymore, but, um, if I do, I'm always making sure I'm throwing some sort of vegetable in there because again, you can't taste it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. That's a easy way. I, if no one's ever cooked spinach before, and sauteed it. It comes from like a giant bag, and you oh my like, goodness, you get, a serving, you get a serving like this big, and you're like, is that really the same amount? It is. 
Um, and you can get quite amount of vegetables in such a small serving. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, but I definitely do love that. Um, getting those, um, I actually just wrote a whole article about like getting veggies in and that I think is like one of the best ways is just to hide it within some of the foods, you know, like you said, the meat sauce or in your smoothie. I think that's a great way for people to start just, you know, kind of getting used to the idea of eating vegetables. Cause I think that is kind of, a lot of people are veggie adverse, mm-hmm. you know, they go into it with, I hate veggies. And I'm like, not really. It's you should really kind of switch that to, I haven't found a vegetable I like yet. Yeah. Because yeah. there are so many vegetables out there. Like if you walk into the produce aisle, like, like there are, are 15 to 20 different vegetables right there, you know, choose one and you could cook it 10 different ways, you know, spices, sauces, you know, you can hide it whatever way you want, try it out. You know, there are so many different ways. Like I've gotten a lot into like sauteing recently, you know, you know, some olive oil thrown in a pan, mushrooms, onions, spinach, you know, whatever vegetable you want, green beans, you know, you can cook so many, throw some spices on it, bam, it. they're delicious. You don't even yeah. really, doesn't really even taste like, you know, spinach. You're just eating like garlic. It tastes like garlic and onions. And there you go. That's so much more nutritious than people kind of think that they can't do that stuff. Yeah. You got to just get creative with it. And then don't, you know, don't fall into the trap of, well, I had it once it sucked. Like, yeah. All right. What did you do? Maybe you did something wrong. Maybe you did yeah. something, maybe you can do something a little bit better the next time. Uh, yeah. you know, something that you can, you know, add some more spice to it. Uh, you know, play around with it, with the different protein that you're eating and the carb that you're eating with it. You know, there, there, there are, or, you know, and, and if you truly don't like it, cool, but at least give it a couple of chances before you yeah. move on to the next one, throw your hands up and be like, no, that's it. I'm done. Yeah. I had one, one bite. Oh, it's awful. <laughs> like now we're, yeah. now we're acting like our kids, like stop. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I think that's a great way, especially, you know, as a parent to think about like, you wouldn't just have your kids try something once and say they dislike it. You know, you got to be the same way with, you know, your, you know, especially vegetables, like you got to try it one, at least a couple different ways. Roast and if you them. do it, like you said, like, tell you them, try roast them, boil them, like yeah. mix them up with your omelets, like have some fun with it. Yeah. I know. Like I, I think about my grandma, she doesn't like beets, but she tries them all the time because she's just like, I know they're good for you and I want to like them, but I've tried them like six or seven times in my life. And I just, don't like them, you know, but she consistently has tried it, you know, into her seventies. Like she's just still tries them every once in a while, you know? So like, you got to just give it a go, you know, you're not going to like everything, but I, I guarantee you, you will like at least one vegetable, you know, yeah. even if it's, you know, asparagus wrapped in bacon, you know, or, you know, like whatever cheesy broccoli, you know, mm-hmm. like there'll be something out there that'll help you get into it. And eventually, you know, you'll learn that they're not all that bad and you can make them taste better than they do. You know, I don't really eat too many raw vegetables unless I'm in a salad, you know, like there's not too many vegetables that I'm just going to eat raw because most vegetables raw are pretty gross. You know, they're not, they're not, you know, maybe carrots or cucumbers, red peppers, you know, like those are great, but you know, otherwise I'm going to be putting some dressing on them, (laughs) putting, airing them with some chicken, you know, putting some almonds in there something like that to mask that taste, you know? So it can be, it can be tough, you know, to do that, but just like the protein, you got to try a little bit, you know, a little bit here, a little bit there, you know, just, just trying a vegetable is a victory. Uh, Yeah. I think, 
I think a lot of people discount those small little victories, you know, Oh, I got 60 grams of protein versus 30. That's a victory. That's a win. That's a win. You know, that's a win. Build off of that. Be, be fine. Be comfortable. Give yourself permission to puff your chest out like Superman. Yeah. You know, like, like, it, like s- celebrate those small wins and build the momentum. You know, don't, you know, don't, don't look at it from the standpoint of, Oh, well, I only got 60. I'm supposed to get to a hundred. No, you got 60. That's fantastic. Now let's yeah. get to, let's get 60 tomorrow and the next yeah. day and then get to 70 the next day. And then 70, like keep building it, keep building it yeah. and understand that this is, this is a lifestyle. This is a journey. And that's, that's, that's part of the thing too, is that we're so wrapped up in, and the, the, like the media magazines, they don't do us any favors, like 12 weeks to a six pack. No, (laughs) no, no. Just stop, stop putting the timeline on this. Stop trying to rush through it under like the, the, one of the biggest reasons why dieters fail is because let's say you hit that goal in 12 weeks. So what's your plan after the 12 weeks? Yeah. That's, that's the, that's the most important question Yeah, because you know, the, the formula for losing weight is pretty simple. Eating a calorie deficit. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. But what happens when you get there? What are the habits that you created Mm -hmm. that allowed you to get there so that you can sustain this and you're not, you know, a year later saying, well, I need to go back to my 12 week plan. Yeah. Um, That's, that's not what I want for my clients. That's not what I want for anybody. So, yeah, no. You know, it's about building those habits and that foundation so yeah. that you can continue this for life. Yeah. Are you building it off of, you know, those skills that, you know, we were talking about? Are you building, you know, on those unimportant skills like an animal healthy relationship with food, you know, long cardio workouts that are, you know, beating up your body? Or are you building, you know, you know, calorie deficit, you know, healthy relationship with food, getting veggies, protein in your diet, you know, strength training, you know, you know, some, some cardio, maybe are you doing those things or are you crash dieting, eating a thousand calories, you know, like that's not sustainable. And, you know, I, I agree. Like you see all this stuff, you know, you see these celebrities that are, you know, actors trying to get fit for a movie role. And it's like, Oh, 12 weeks to become Chris Henworth and, you know, Marvel's Endgame. It's like, no, like, they're getting paid millions of dollars, have teams. That is their job. (laughs) Yeah. That is their job. Like I, you know, I wish, you know, like we're coaches, but like we're still not getting paid millions of dollars to be super fit. You know, I, I would, you know, work out all the time if I was getting paid millions of dollars to do that. If I was, you know, athletes work out all the time because that's their job to do that. And that, their livelihood depends on them being fit. You know, our livelihood doesn't really revolve around that. You know, exactly. it revolves around being healthy, being with your family. You know, our, our, everybody's life doesn't revolve around that. You know, exactly. I think people have that misconception that, you know, of course it'd be easier if I was getting paid millions of dollars to, you know, work out every day, you know? Right. Yeah. Our, our job is not to be in shape. Our job is to help you get in shape. Yeah. We just set that example by being in shape ourselves because it's our passion is what we want to do. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you see these, and to be honest, to be fair, I mean, a lot of like, if you see a celebrity transformation for a major movie role, yeah. um, you know, in some instances, yes, you're seeing either there are probably some really crazy crash dieting situations. Mm-hmm. In other cases, we're talking about people who are instead 
probably elevating their flux and their metabolism by working out three, four hours a day and eating a ridiculous amount of food and protein. So yeah. what you're thinking by, you know, Oh, Chris Hemsworth was probably eating 1500 calories a day. No, he was probably eating closer to 4,000 calories a day, but working out three or four hours a day, or maybe even twice a day for six months, like yeah. totally different situation that you can't, it's, it's impossible unless like we said, it is your job. <laughs> yeah. You can't emulate what they're no. doing because most of us don't have the resources to do that. You know, we don't have a cook, a dietitian who's putting together all our meals, just kind of feeding them to us and well, trainer working up with us every day and creating a plan and, you know, whatever. But so we've got to have some realistic expectations with yes. that long term. So I think that's great. Kind of moving in a kind of slightly different direction now, you know, talking about like with everything going on and everything like that, and kind of like a little bit more into like your situation and what you're doing as a parent, like what have you found that has helped, you know, found a balance between your fitness goals and raising kids and having a family. Like I know a lot of people's situation is that they don't, have time or they haven't been able to find that balance. And, you know, I especially, you know, you just have two kids now and life is crazy. You know, I can't even imagine that right now, how, how much different my life would be, but how have you found balance with that? Because I, you know, at least from, you know, following you on Instagram and everything like that, it seems like you've really found kind of like some type of system and what, what advice would you kind of give people to help find that balance? It's a work of progress. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's ever evolving. So even now that we're here with my in-laws, like the schedule changes and it's always going to change everything like yeah. adapt. So, you know, like as, as my son who just turned one, uh, a month and a half ago, like uh -huh. you know, he's, <laughs> he's, um, you know, uh, he sleeps well and sometimes he doesn't. And then the schedule is going to be thrown off and you need to be okay with the fact that that's going to be thrown off. Um, you know, so what, what I try to do and I encourage, and I work with a lot of parents too. So a lot of busy parents, cause I just, I feel that for them, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and, uh, I spent the first couple of years doing the stay at home, work at home thing with my daughter. Um, so yeah. I'm very attuned and very much relatable when it comes to what it's like to be stay at home parent and not really having the time, um, or the energy or the energy to, to do the stuff. So my, my advice is always when it comes to finding that balance is to do what you can do. Um, mm -hmm. stop beating yourself up over it. If you've got time, um, if you only have time to get into your workout and get the first set done, that's it. Okay. You did something. Okay. Yeah. Um, I just encourage you to be as active as possible outside of that. So, mm -hmm. uh, instead of sitting on the couch and looking at your phone and letting the, letting your kids do screen time or playing with their Legos, whatever it is, get up and move around with them. Like go, go out and play, play sports games. Obviously right now it's a little difficult to get outside, so. yeah. but inside you just throw the, throw, throw the music on and do like dance with your Same kids part, a little bit. Yeah. Um, just try to find areas outside of that, that you can make up for it. Um, and then do what you can do. Uh, try to try to establish as much of a regular schedule as you can. Um, mm -hmm. knowing that that schedule needs to be flexible, planning ahead for it. I'm big on planning. So I set my intentions for the week. Every Sunday night I sit down, I'm like, okay, what's mm -hmm. coming up this week? What's on the schedule? How can, oh, I, yeah, how can sure. I make sure I hit this? How, how, what's going to be the obstacle that can prevent me from hitting this? Yeah when it does happen and, and like, how am I going to adapt to it? Um, 
and you know, it, it, you really do, um, have to think ahead. You need to work in pockets too. Um, oh, yeah. you know, like, so understanding that, okay, when the kids go down for a nap, I've got maybe an hour, um, 15 minutes, minutes of that hour. I'm going to be questioning my existence to live <laughs> <laughs> the next 15 minutes. Maybe I can get my mind right and like do something. Uh, then the next 15 minutes, I'm going to realize that I'm on borrowed time. I'm going to wake up any minute. So I could get prepared for that. <laughs> yeah. You know, so, but all kidding aside, seriously, it, it just, you, you gotta be comfortable doing what you can do. Um, you have to, uh, you know, try to keep as much routine as possible because the kids need that yeah. too. And they enjoy oh, that yeah. and they, they look forward to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, just, just try to be as active as, as possible. It will go a long way towards just feeling better. Oh it, yeah. It, like, sure. it, it, like even like just getting away from fat loss. Like if you just, you, you, move around your house if you can, as much as possible. I know that it's difficult to get outside right now. Um, so just, just try to do what you can to move around and stay active in the house as possible. You will feel better. You will sleep better. You will have more energy. You won't get that four o'clock. I need a a cup of coffee situation. (laughs) If you were just actively kind of just being more mindful of it, you know, you'll see people who are like their entire day, they get maybe like 3000 steps and it's like, Whoa, that's, bad that's like yeah. you're just getting up just to go to the bathroom <laughs> yeah you gotta you know you know and i i think that's you know awesome advice i think that's great you know especially you know i think that could help anybody not you know just parents in general right. but like like take the time you know whatever you have whether it's you know the first set of an exercise a 10 minute walk and then in at lunch break like those things add up like that just helps you like you said before, like build that momentum, you know, even if it's not today that you got the full workout in, maybe tomorrow you're able to get the full workout in. And it was because of yesterday you did just that little bit just helps add on and you can, you know, kind of build that house from there. You know, you don't, you don't just, they don't just plant a house in the ground. You got to put, build it up brick by brick. Exactly. Exactly. And so like each day I will set, so I set my intentions for the week and then each mm-hmm. night I will kind of, I'll go through and create my to-do list for the day. Um, and I have what I kind of call my minimum effective dose. Like just really, you know, I have what I call like my do or die task. And it's like the mm-hmm. most important thing I got to do for the day. And then I have kind of a list of things that are kind of menial uh, tasks. I yeah. try to get my do or die task done. Like as I'm doing, like before I've, I've finished my coffee, like it, it's like mm-hmm. important for me to kind of build that momentum um, yeah. in the morning. That way, in case just if everything, everything, ran, like at least I got that do or die test done, but some days that doesn't happen. And some days you need to be comfortable just going to that do or die test just to build momentum. Just mm-hmm. like, like the importance of, of some people are really big on making their bed because it's just something I did and I cross it off my to-do list. Yeah. Um, you know, so like if, if that's what that is for you, if they can, if you need to do a bunch of low hanging fruit tasks so oh, you yeah. can get moving, mm-hmm. do that but do something like you gotta, exactly. you gotta get after it somehow find whatever yeah. that is for you. And then again, like I, like I was saying, like be adaptable knowing that someday it might not be making the bed. It might be that you need to handle your big task for the day. So be okay with that. Um, yeah. but do something. Oh yeah, for sure. I think, I think both ways really work. You know, I think that even that low hanging fruit, if you found yourself in a rut, find two or three things that you can do right now. Like, okay, I can do the dishes. I can make my bed and, you know, what, you know, do something else, you know, whatever it may be that helps you just build that momentum. And, you know, especially 
I find when I'm like in a rut and I'm like take one or two days where I just have not been productive, have not gotten anything really done. I'm like, okay, what can I do right now? Because that's going to help me feel better about myself. Let's just get it done. Check it off. You know, like I have my must do's every day and most of those tasks are pretty, pretty minimal tasks, you know, like put out a tweet or, you know, talk to somebody today. Simple. I can send a message and I like to do those things every morning. Like those are my first thing to do. Okay. Let me tweet this morning. Let me, you know, shoot out a message to a couple of my followers, let them know I'm here for them. Let me talk to a client or two, see what they're doing and how they're feeling. And that just helps you like really start that day. Okay. Now I'm ready. Let me crush my big thing, you know? So I think that's like a great way, you know, for anybody to really kind of get yourself going in that right direction. And it's not even about fitness and health. It's about productivity in general, like just, you know, just kind of building that momentum, whatever that looks like for you so that you can get it done. Uh, you want to take it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just, uh, I'll find myself in the same thing. And and I try to keep things very minimal. Like you said, maybe it's just a tweet or just an Instagram post. Like that's that if I do more awesome. So like, bringing it back to fat loss, like, okay, I'm going to have a little bit of protein with this meal. If it's more than awesome, Awesome. uh, you know, like I'm going to do this first set of this workout. If I can get in another one, awesome. Um, stop thinking like I'll have some clients who come to me and like, maybe they missed a workout and they'll say like, okay, I'm going to get all four workouts in this week and I'm going to be awesome. And I'll say, no, I want you to get one workout in. We'll go from there. Just get yeah. the one workout in. This is just start slow, start here because you you end up with the lofty goal, and then what happens yeah. when you don't hit? Now you're back down on yourself again. No, mm-hmm. let's, let's be happy with that one workout that felt great. Cool. Let's go on to the next one. Um, you know, like a, a football analogy, like uh, you know, just one game at a time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> one game at a time. You know, yeah, I I see the same thing. A lot of people try to jump headfirst into the deep end without knowing how to swim yet. Like, okay, let. Take, take a little bit day by day. You know, I like that, you know, instead of doing, you know, you have a workout plan of four workouts. If you get one to start off with, great, let's then do two and three and, and doing that from there. Cause honestly, you know, you're not going to be perfect, you know, unless you've been doing it for a while, even then you're never perfect. You're, you know, and you don't have to be perfect. You, you can, as yeah, you've probably seen, the goal. 80, the goal. Yeah. yeah, 80, if you hit 80%, you're going to hit almost all of your goals, you know, it might take a little bit longer, but you're still going to get there. Like it's, it's not not about if you're going to get there, it's going to be, okay, when are you going to get there type type of deal by hitting that 80%. So I think that people need to stop being so perfectionist in that, in their mindset with, with everything, but especially with fat loss and fitness in general. Yeah. This stuff takes time. This stuff takes time. So buckle up for the journey, flex your patience, patience muscle, um, and, and be okay with not being perfect. Cause you won't be. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Awesome. Pete, it was a, a great talking with you today. Where can people find you? Sure. So you can find me online, basically just search my name, Pete Cataldo. Uh, so PeteCataldo.com. Um, I post quite a bit of stuff to my, to my website, a lot of articles there. Um, uh, Pete Cataldo on Twitter and Pete Cataldo on Instagram, uh, reach out. I'm, I'm always open to my DMS. Send me a message. We'll chat. Um, I'm happy to help out. Yeah. I'll place that, uh, 
I place those links in the show notes. So look below for those and you can find Pete, follow him, look at his stuff. Um, again, you can, even if you don't like the fat loss stuff, he does post pictures of his children who are adorable. So you can always, <laughs> you know, come uh, for the fat loss stuff, stay for the children. Cause exactly. My, my little exactly. interns. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so Pete, it was great having you on today. Um, appreciate your time and everything like that. And yeah, I hope you have a great day and hopefully, uh, you enjoy your quarantine over there. I appreciate it. Thanks. I had a great time. Uh, great conversation. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, we'll definitely do this again. Have a great day, man. All right. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Simply Fitness Podcast. Because you listened to this episode, I want to give you something away for free. In the show notes, I have a link to my free fat loss cookbook. This cookbook contains over 20 recipes that are specifically designed to help you lose weight. They are filled with protein, they are simple to make, and they take away that bland, boring diet food. So if you want to upgrade your diet today, go to the show notes, click on the link, and go get your free fat loss cookbook. And make sure you come back for more episodes of the Simply Fitness Podcast.